This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now three and two. The pitch is swung on and missed strike three. A 96-mile-an-hour fastball, and Josh Hader earns the save with three straight strikeouts to close the Braves out here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Padres win it 4-1, to their best pitch game of the year, and they have handed the Braves consecutive defeats for the first time this season. Padres move to 5-4 and four here in the early goings. Josh Hader shuts the door on a very, very good Padres win in Atlanta tonight. The final score, San Diego 4 and Atlanta 1. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios here on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. Good to have you with us on this Saturday evening. Padres win their second straight game in Atlanta. The first two games of this series, they were entertaining one-run games back and forth. This one was a little bit weird tonight in some scenarios, but really a very clean, well-pitched 4-1 to win for the Padres at Truist Park in Atlanta. The big story here tonight, Michael Waka, who was terrific in this game, six scoreless innings, two hits allowed, one walk. He struck out 10. That matched a career high. Padres got an early home run from Juan Soto in the third inning, got two more runs in the fourth inning, was nearly three. We'll talk more about that play with Rugnet Odor at home play. Kind of a weird moment there in the fourth inning. Padres got a big insurance run in the ninth inning, and Josh Hader and the rest of the Padres bullpen did a good job here tonight, just like last night. Josh Hader given the opportunity to record a save in the ninth inning, and he uh, does exactly that. So the Padres get a really good 4-1 win as they improve to 5-4. and four. Atlanta drops to 6-3. and three. Final totals in this game here tonight for San Diego. Four runs, eight hits, and no errors. And for Atlanta, one run, five hits, and two errors. A lot to do in our post-game coverage here today. We'll go back to Atlanta in just a little bit. Here from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We'll also play you back some of the highlights, give you our game recap in just a little bit. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Take a look at our nightly awards and much, much more to get to as we wrap this one up. The final score, San Diego 4, Atlanta 1. We get our post-game show rolling when we come back on the Padres Radio Network.
Padres win it 4-1 to over the Atlanta Braves tonight in Atlanta as the Padres win their second straight game at Truist Park in Atlanta. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Great to have you with us on this Saturday. Again, the final totals here tonight for San Diego. Four runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on 10. And for Atlanta, one run, five hits, two errors. They left on seven. A lot to do in our post-game show. We'll play back some of the highlights in just a little bit. We'll also go back to Atlanta here from Padres manager Bob Melvin interested to hear what Bob Melvin has to say about Michael Waka's performance he went six scoreless innings no runs given up uh, allowed just two hits struck out 10 that matched a career high what he has to say about Juan Soto's home run the bullpen once again very good tonight three scoreless innings and also that weird play in the fourth inning where uh, Rugnet Odor missed home plate, went back to ch- uh, touch it after Hassan Kim scored. Odor was ruled out. Kim's run scored. Padres scored two runs in that inning instead of three runs. So definitely want to hear what Bob Melvin has to say about all that and uh, kind of what the inside information was down on the field about all of that. The other really good part about tonight's game Padres were really good defensively, and that was a big difference in today's game. Padres committing no errors, Braves committing two two big ones in the span of that uh, of that fourth inning. Two uh, two errors that really did attribute to runs getting scored against Atlanta. So the defense tonight a big difference maker. And bottom line, Padres needed a game like this. I mean, a couple of wild one run games on Thursday and Friday. They lose one. They win one, and one of the things we talked about in the pregame show was the need for Michael Walker to give you a really good outing and, at the very least, give you some length, and he did both those things here tonight. Goes six innings, no runs, picks up the win, and so far, Michael Walker through two outings in the brown and gold has been very, very impressive. So far, so good for Michael Walker. and by the way, Six scoreless innings here tonight against a lineup like this. I mean, this is one of the best lineups in baseball. The guys that Waka had to get through tonight, Acuna, Olsen, Riley, Albies, Starno, Rosario, Ozuna, Arcia. I mean, we know just if you you tuned into the games the last couple of nights how good this Braves team is. And what Waka did tonight in frigid weather, well, not frigid, it was 40-plus degrees uh, for for an East Coast native. That's not frigid, but it's pretty cold uh, for a baseball game. He did great tonight. And you look at the bullpen, Wilson was great again. Garcia got through some trouble. Hayter got through some trouble to pick up his third save. Just all in all, a very, very good, clean well-pitched game and certainly for the Padres they'll take it as the Padres again improved to five and four Braves drop to six and three all right let's take a listen back to some of the highlights from today's game a veteran starting pitching matchup between Michael Waka and Charlie Morton both went to scoreless innings to begin the day in the third Morton got the first two outs Juan Soto then stepped in Another payoff pitch. Soto swings, hits it in the air, deep to right field. Acuna turns around. He will watch, and it will go. A home run for Juan Soto. Deep, deep out to right center field. And for Soto, his second home run of the season, and another one here in Atlanta. He continues to torture the Braves in his career. That is his 12th home run in this building, and the Padres lead it 1-0 in the third. 
More on those numbers for Juan Soto later, but he continues to swing it extremely well over the course of his career in Atlanta. Michael Waka struck out the side in the bottom half of the inning. The Padres scored again in the fourth inning. Jake Cronenworth single to start the frame. He stole second, while Braves catcher Travis Darno's throw went into center field. That allowed Cronenworth to go to third base. That was significant because Rugnet Odor was next. All right, we wanted a Jake stolen base, and we got it. Here's the pitch. Odor swings. It's a ground ball to the right side. Albies coming home. The throw beats him to slide. He is safe. Cronenworth went in feet first, and it just took a little bit too long for Darno to catch it and then spin to his left and put the tag down. Obviously, the Braves will wait and see if they want to challenge this. To me, in real time, from 1,000 feet up here, I thought he was safe. And Atlanta will not issue a challenge. And Jesse was right. Cronenworth was safe. The Padres had a 2 to nothing lead. Hassan Kim then doubled. Odor went to third base, so the Padres had runners on second and third with one out. Trent Grisham at the plate, and then we had a really weird play. Grisham hit a ground ball to first base. A wide throw to home as Odor came into home plate. A collision between Odor and Darno. The ball got away and Kim also came around to score. But after Kim scored, Odor went back to touch home plate. Now why did he do that? Because it appeared on the replay that Odor did not actually touch home plate before that collision with Darno. So the umpires ended up ruling that Odor never touched home, but Kim did. The Braves would appeal. Odor was called out at home plate for passing Kim. So one run scored on the play, and the Padres led 3-0. We're still not, I think, in some facets totally sure exactly how it was ruled. Kim was given the run. Odor was ruled out. Um, did he, did he technically pass the runner? Did he simply never touch home plate? The bottom line is this, the Padres got one run out of the play and not two. The big story then became Michael Waka, and I should mention Padres led 3-0 at that point. The big story then did become Michael Waka. He went six innings and gave up just two hits, both to Matt Olson. He struck out 10. The 10 strikeouts matched his career high, just the third time he's ever hit double digits in strikeouts in a game. Waka was in line for the win. Charlie Morton allowed three runs, two earned, in five innings for Atlanta. Dylan Lee pitched the scoreless sixth inning and seventh inning out of the Braves' bullpen. On to the bottom of the seventh inning, Padres still led 3-0. Stephen Wilson tossed the scoreless inning. Danny Young pitched the scoreless top of the eighth inning for Atlanta. In the bottom half, Luis Garcia came on. He allowed a one-out double to Sam Hilliard. Hilliard was still on second base with two men away. Matt Olson dug in. Oh, and one to Olsen. The pitch swung on, lined into right center field. That'll get down for a base hit. That'll put the Braves on the board. Christian backhands it. Hilliard scores easily. An RBI single for Matt Olsen, his third hit of the night, and now 3-1 to one Padres. Matt Olson making it a 3-1 to one game. That was a very critical moment in the game because the Padres led 3-1. The tying run stepping to the plate in Austin Riley. Riley hit a ball hard, but it went to Manny. Garcia set at the belt. Here's the pitch to Riley and a hard-hit ground ball. Diving stop by Manny. Goes down to second in time. They force out Olson to end the inning, and Machado laying out on the left side of the infield to make the play and send us to the ninth. Braves get a run on two hits. They leave a man. And after eight in Atlanta, now the Padres three and the Braves one. 
Great play by Manny Machado. We went to the top of the ninth inning. Rugnet Odor would end up scoring on a wild pitch. And the one away inside goes to the backstop. Odor charging home from third, and he'll score standing up. Well, you don't need to steal a base when there's a wild pitch. And there just was 4-1 San Diego in the ninth. That was with former Padre Kirby Yates on the mound. Rugnet Odor scoring on that wild pitch after doubling the start of the inning. A big insurance run for the Padres. They led 4-1. to one. Padres did have an opportunity to really break the game open, but they would strand the bases loaded. So he went to the bottom half of the ninth inning. Josh Hader came on. He walked Sean Murphy to begin the inning, then gave up a single to Ozzie Albies. So, two on. Nobody out. The tying run at the plate. But then, Hader struck out pinch hitter Kevin Pillar, struck out the DH Marcelo Zuna. So two on, two out. The Padres leading four to one. The tying run at the plate in Orlando Arcia, and Hader did this. Now three and two. The pitch is swung on and missed. Strike three. A 96 mile an hour fastball, and Josh Hader earns the save with three straight strikeouts to close the Braves out here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Padres win it 4-1, to one, their best pitch game of the year, and they have handed the Braves consecutive defeats for the first time this season. Padres move to 5-4 and four here in the early goings. Josh Hader, like Jesse said, picked up his third save of the season. Great job by Hader getting out of trouble, and that was the ball game. Padres win it 4-1. to one. Michael Waka, the winner, he improves to 2-0. Charlie Morton takes the loss. He drops to 1-1. One one. Josh Hader picking up his third save of the season. Very, very nice game for the Padres. Some offense early, some offense late. Good defense, really good starting pitching, really good bullpen work, and the Padres played a very clean game here tonight, 4-1. to one. They win it on a chilly night in Atlanta. We'll step aside here on our postgame show on the Padres Radio Network. When we return, we will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We will have that coming up at some point here on the postgame show. Also give out our nightly awards. Take a look at the Added Sound scoreboard and continue to break this one down. We also will take your phone calls coming up. 833-288-0973. The phone number 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. Let us know your thoughts about tonight's game. You can also tweet at me at 97.3thefansd or at Sammy Lev S-A-M-M-Y. L-E-V. If you want to uh, let me know your thoughts about tonight's game, you can also find me on Instagram, Sammy Lev there as well. And for the TikTokers out there, Sammy Levitt, add the I-T-T to the Sammy Lev. And you can send me a message on there. You know where to find me. Let me know your thoughts about tonight's game. Again, the final score, San Diego 4, Atlanta 1. Our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Post-game show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Saturday evening as the Padres beat the Atlanta Braves by a final score of 4-1. to one. Padres with the win improved to 5-4. and four. Braves with the defeat dropped to 6-3. and three. A lot of good things in this game for the Padres. And uh, again, we will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up from Atlanta in just a matter of moments. So stay tuned for that. We will hear Bob Melvin's post-game thoughts. Uh, we're working on getting that right now for you. So uh, just uh, hang tight. Stay tuned. We'll have that in a moment. We do have some phone calls coming in already. So if you're uh, waiting on hold, keep on uh, holding on. I know uh, we've had some callers call in. Uh, just a we're probably not going to take any calls this segment, just uh, FII, so we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll focus on them in the segments coming up. So just uh, stay on the line. If you want to chime in, we're getting a lot of phone calls every night, which is great. A lot of people want to talk about the Padres right now, and rightfully so. Uh, let's focus on a, a number of elements from this ball game here tonight before we do hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. First, Michael Waka, we said it before, he was excellent in this game. I mean... Six scoreless innings. He had everything working. I think it's interesting to take a look at how Michael Waka did it here tonight, how he was so effective, really mixed in all his pitches really, really nicely. Four-seam fastball, 34%. The changeup was really working for Waka at 31%. The sinker, the cutter, the curveball, he used that five-pitch mix just beautifully. I mean, the changeup at times was kind of unhittable for Michael Waka. Struck out 10. And look, Michael Waka has had a lot of success in his career, but he's not a big strikeout pitcher. Um, he's not who you would think of on this staff if you were thinking strikeouts, but 10 strikeouts for Michael Waka. And it's only, believe it or not, the third time he's only hit, uh, excuse me, the third time he's ever hit 10 strikeouts in his career. 11 would have been a career high, but he had hit 10 twice before tonight. How about this? The last time Michael Waka had 10 strikeouts, 2015. I mean, it's been a long time since Michael Waka had a strikeout performance like he did in this game here tonight. He was great. Six scoreless innings and a well-deserved win. Michael Waka now 2-0 on the season. All right, let's uh, head back to Atlanta. Here from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's 4 to 1 win. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, congratulations. Another tough win against a tough team over there. How important is it to get these types of victories early in the season? Yeah, I mean, look what Walker did today. I mean, he really showed us, you know, what he's made of and, and why we signed him. 
He had every pitch working today. Re really good command of his fastball. Had a good cutter, had a good curveball. Changeup's always there for him. One walk, 10 strikeouts in six innings. Efficient with his pitches. So it started with him, but then we, we got a little damage. Um, you know, did some good things, made some good defensive plays all the way around a good game for us. As far as Walker, I mean, you can't really ask too much more of him, especially after you had the short outing from Nick. I mean, that was a pretty huge outing on his part. Yeah, look, I mean, six innings this year, early on like that, 90-some pitches, you know, against the lineup like that in a close game where every pitch really matters. Um, I mean, it, it's great to see him pitch a game, you know, like that against the lineup like they have and as hot as they've been. So, you know, it just makes us feel good about having him. How important was the defense tonight as well? Some big defensive plays, including Manny's late in the game. Yeah, we did. That was a huge play in the game. You know, it's we probably got to do something different, you know, with Garcia two days in a row. Um, so to make that play, Kimmy made some good plays short too. Um, you know, just all around good game for us. We had some decent base running. We missed home plate one time, but uh, sometimes things go happen that way. But uh, aggressive all the way around for us. Hey, can you talk about that play just a little bit? I guess it was your assumption that he did not touch the plate and they did the appeal properly. Right, they did. You know, it's it wasn't originally sure or not. You know, when he goes back to touch it, then you probably have an idea that maybe he didn't get it the first time. But just making sure that, uh, you know, Hasong's run scored. Once Kim touches, then Odor can't go back. Correct. And it doesn't matter. Yep. Okay. On that play, any thought that Darno blocked the play, or can you do that when it's an infield? You know, in the infield, it's a lot tougher to get that call because there's not much time. You know, you can't get into position like you can in the outfield. We were looking at it, but um, I, I, I think that play number one took him towards where the throw, you know, the ball was going, and you just a lot of times it's, it happens too quickly in the infield. Not the harp on that play, but it was so unique. Yeah. How, how is it supposed to be executed once a door misses the plate? Is it like well, more aggressive to get back? Or no, you, you, he doesn't know. He, all he's trying to do is be aggressive and score, so it's just you don't see that very often, if, if at all. Do you think he should have slid? Catcher kind of there. A part of town, he should have slid or not. Well, as we sit here now, but uh, you know, his instincts, instincts told him he was he thought he was gonna gonna be in, and anytime you know you run through the base, you, you're, you're a little quicker getting there. Walk has pitched a lot of like really big games, yeah, he's faced a lot of really good lineups in the past. How important is having a guy like that given what you guys are trying to accomplish this season? In your yeah, I mean, and really for us to see it firsthand, I mean, you, you know what he's accomplished in his career. Um, but to see it firsthand against a lineup that's been so hot and so good, um, and really to, ha to have them under control the entire game, you know, it crosses my mind that doing pitch counts here, he sent him out for the seventh, but, but obviously with his injury history and, you know, early in the season, you're 94 pitchers or whatever it was, you know, it was enough. But man, it, it's good to see that, you know, we, we have somebody that can put together games like that against, you know, really good lineups. Look like Soto's swing has been kind of coming around for a couple of days. Yeah, now. it was nice to see him get into get into one tonight. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm sure he's happy about it too. So, you know, he puts in a lot of work, and you know, we saw what he has to offer in spring training and the WBC, and you know, on a cold night, sometimes it's not not easy to swing the bat, to, and uh, you know, put together quite a few at bats. So, hopefully, he's on his way. Does the cold night have anything to do with haters' pitch selection? It was like all sinkers. No, and you know, well, it's always going to say sinker up there. It's the same pitch all the time from him. Sometimes it's just a little lower velocity right. like it was today. Most <laughs> of them are classified as sinkers with him. Um, but through some change-ups, through some sliders today, because that's what he felt like he needed to do.
Regarding Ha-sung, um, what, what did you think about his defense uh, today, and what do you think he needs to improve on when it's um, at bat? Uh, you know, his defense is always there. You know, a guy that it's a fantastic shortstop that you know now is playing second base, doing whatever he can to help the team. I think his at bats actually look good, really good right now. He just missed a couple balls, pulled him foul down the line. Obviously, has some home run power in him. Um, I think last year was a big year for him offensively. He's just going to carry it over to this year. Soto's made it clear he's not a fan of the pitch clock. A lot of guys are. Yeah. Uh, what have you seen him do to adjust? <laughs> call timeouts. You know, whether it's the first pitch or whether it's into it a little bit, you know, we've talked about this is a guy that likes to take his time at the plate. He likes to banter with a catcher. He talks to the umpire. There are a lot of things that, you know, he does that really nobody else does at the plate. So this is, if anybody gets taken out of the routine a little bit, it's probably him. But you know what? He's forced to do it, and he's finding a way to call some timeouts to collect his thoughts and go through the process he normally does. Who's your closer tomorrow? I won't be hater, so we have a couple guys who won't be available tomorrow, but it's something we've had to go through all year anyway. All right, that was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Atlanta after this 4-1 to win for the Padres here tonight against the Braves. And you heard Bob Melvin allude to there, Josh Hader will be unavailable tomorrow, which makes sense this early in the year. He will not pitch in three straight games, so that's something to just think about for tomorrow. It's going to be somebody else in the ninth inning in a save situation, so we'll see how that all pans out in the Padres' bullpen. You heard Bob Melvin really sing the praises of Michael Waka, and rightfully so. He was, you know, it was funny. I was just saying how he really had everything working, especially that changeup, the way he mixed his pitches here tonight, and then Bob Melvin came on and, and made me sound like a smart guy because he was talking about it too. Uh, Josh Hader, it was interesting tonight. You heard the question about his pitches, uh, at least on Baseball Savant which is a stat cast. The sinker, he threw 19 times. The slider, he threw seven times. And the changeup, he threw three times. Now, we know he's very fastball slider heavy. Every once in a blue moon, we'll mix in the changeup. But he did go to that changeup a few times here tonight. He threw 29 pitches, and that's the day after he threw 17. So, you know, 29 is kind of a lot for Hater. So, no surprise that he'll be unavailable tomorrow. And uh, look, Padres got to figure it out tomorrow if they are dealt with a save situation late in the game. Padres uh, would be fortunate enough to have that opportunity, right, and try to get a series win. But uh, look, Juan Soto talked about a little bit there in uh, the post game media scrum with Bob Melvin. Hopefully tonight, a sign of things to come for Juan Soto. Two hits, the home run. You like what you saw. I'll tell you what, if you go back and you watch the pitch he hit for a home run, it was an impressive piece of hitting. I mean, a 95-mile-an-hour fastball on the outer part of the plate, and Soto turned it around, pulled it to right field, and hit it 428 feet. So good stuff from Soto. Hopefully a sign of things to come for him. But again, all in all, a very clean, well-pitched, Enough offense type of game for the Padres as they improve to 5-4 and four through nine games here in 2023. We'll step aside. We will start taking your phone calls when we come back. Phone number to call, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. I know we had a lot of people call in early in the show. I think some of you uh, have hung up, uh, <laughs> sick of waiting around, I understand. But starting next segment, we will talk to you. So 833 288 
888-978-0973. We'll also get to our home run tally, pitcher of the game awards, out-of-town scoreboard, and more. Final score in Atlanta, San Diego 4, Atlanta 1. Our post-game coverage continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Atlanta tonight, San Diego 4 and Atlanta 1. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage. Padres get a very, very good win over the Atlanta Braves here tonight as uh, Michael Waka goes six scoreless innings, ten strikeouts, one walk, two hits allowed. Padres got enough offense. Juan Soto, the solo home run early. Padres got two more runs in the fourth inning, tacked on one in the ninth inning. By the way, the run in the ninth inning with Kirby Yates getting wild, uncorking some wild pitches, and the Padres uh, getting the leadoff double from Rugnet Odor. He ultimately came in to score on that uh, on one of those wild pitches by Kirby Yates. That ended up being really important, that run, because immediately two base runners got on against Josh Hader in the ninth inning. So the breathing room was needed. Hader doesn't end up giving up a run, uh, picks up a scoreless inning, his third save of the season. But, uh, hey, the, the run in that ninth inning certainly helped as the Padres win it 4-1. to one. We will get to your phone calls coming up here in a second, 833-288-0973. we got a lot of calls to get to, I promise. We'll get to as many as we can here tonight. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Before we get to the calls, let's uh, do a couple of other things here on our post-game show. Let's begin with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at the home run hitters around baseball tonight for Arizona. Geraldo Perdomo and Cattell Marte went deep for the Red Sox. Rafael Devers, Adam Duval, and Rymel Tapia went deep. For the Cubs, Patrick Wisdom and Jan Gomes. For Cincinnati, Spencer Steer hit a solo home run. For the Astros, Jordan Alvarez hit a grand slam. Jeremy Pena had a two-run home run. Kansas City, Bobby Witt Jr., Fran Mill Reyes, and Salvador Perez all went deep. For the Angels, it was Luis Renjifo. Mike Trout also had a three-run home run in that game. For the Dodgers, James Outman, a two-run home run. For Miami, Jazz Chisholm Jr., a solo home run. For Minnesota, Kyle Farmer, Byron Buxton. A couple of three-run home runs for the Mets today. Pete Alonso, Eduardo Escobar had a couple of two-run home runs. For the Yankees, Giancarlo Stanton had a home run. Andrew McCutcheon for Pittsburgh went deep. Juan Soto for the Padres. Lamont Wade Jr. for San Francisco. Nolan Arenado, Jordan Walker for the Cardinals, Tampa Bay, Manuel Margot, Brandon Lau, Randy Arozarena all had home runs. Toronto, Bo Bichette, Matt Chapman, and George Springer hit home runs for Toronto. And for Washington, former Diamondback Stone Garrett had a home run. And that's a look at the home run hitters, our home run tally on this Saturday. Big thank you to uh, Frank Marquesu who helped out with the uh, home run tally here tonight on this Saturday. Again, the final score, Padres 4, Braves 1. Again, we will get to your phone calls here in a second. Lot to get through, 833-288-0973. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's 
Ace Pitcher of the Game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. We take a look at our ace pitcher of the game here tonight. Gotta be Michael Waka. Six scoreless innings. He was great. Two hits allowed. Walked one. Matched a career high with 10 strikeouts. 95 pitches. If this is a little bit later in the season, maybe he goes back out for a seventh inning. Probably does. But this early, you heard Bob Melvin talk about the injury history. He got six scoreless innings. 95 pitches. He was brilliant. Michael Waka was picks up his second win in as many starts to begin the season. And Michael Waka, our ace pitcher of the game. All right, let's get to some of your phone calls. A lot of phone calls here tonight. We've had a lot of phone calls over the course of the first week and a half of the season. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call, 833-288-0973. Let's begin things tonight with Gonzo, who's calling in from Ocean Beach. Hi, Gonzo. How are you? What up, Sammy, my boy? How are you? I'm doing well, Gonzo. What's up? Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for the video you sent me from Peoria. That was amazing. <laughs> what what video? The one where uh, you you saw my boy Tim and his kids, and uh, you're there at spring training. Gave me a, oh! a Gonzo turn of salute. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? I remember that. They said, hey, can you make a, a video for my friend? And I should. I, I said, sure. So, uh, yeah, I do remember that. I did not know. Gonzo, I think I remember you from last year. I did not know that was going to you, but glad you enjoyed it. That's great. Well, of course it was going to me. <laughs> Everyone knows one Gonzo. But other than that, how good was walking tonight? That was, that was amazing. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> awesome. And it seems like we're almost kind of settling into our own little Padre feel. Like, now we got a winning record. It seems like they're all going to get back on pace, hopefully all doing well together at the same time and not just superstars doing one thing at a time at a game. You know, everyone's going to start performing, I think. Yeah, well, certainly tonight, Gonzo, this was a team win and appreciate the call. Thanks so much, and and, uh, I'm glad you got that video at spring training. This was certainly a team win here tonight. The pitching, the bullpen work, um, what Juan Soto did, the early home run, manufacturing some runs in the fourth inning, same thing in the ninth inning, getting guys on base, no errors, good defense. This was a team win. And look, just like we didn't make a huge deal, or at least I didn't make a huge deal about what the Padres did on Tuesday and Thursday, um, and some of the, well, I don't think panic is the right word, but there was certainly some concern with the bullpen and beyond after Thursday's game. Look, two games going the other way, you win them, doesn't totally um, cure every problem a team has. But again, it's just an example of like, you know, day to day and week to week and month to month, it's a really long year. And there are ups and downs and each and every day is a little bit different. And now the Padres are at 5-4, and four, and now they have a chance to win this series against this very good Braves team tomorrow. So we'll see if they can do that. But at the worst, now they'll split it. Now, I'm not saying you want to take that, but um, you have an opportunity for a series win, and you're right. Look, yesterday was a game back and forth, one-run game. You needed the bullpen to do a great job. They did. I know it wasn't perfect, but at the end of the day, the bullpen went four and a third scoreless innings. Not much you can uh, can complain about with that. 
And tonight was much cleaner. Waka was awesome, six scoreless innings, and then the mix of Wilson, Garcia, and Hader combined for three scoreless innings out of the pen. So uh, along with uh, good offense and uh, clean defense, that's uh, usually a pretty good recipe for a win. Let's go to Jamie, who's calling in from San Isidro. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to the postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. Sammy Lab, you're famous, man. <laughs> Why is that? You're the champagne guy. Come on. <laughs> well, there's, you know, I'm, I'm famous for a lot of reasons, you know, it seems. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Champagne Sam, we've got, you know, TikTok sounds. I mean, depending on, uh, I don't know, is there some Padres fame out there? I, I got to stop uh, building myself uh, yeah, up. <laughs> just, too many claims to fame, man. Come on. <laughs> What's up, Jamie? So, you were right. A couple of great wins in the last two days against a good Atlanta Braves team. People didn't realize how good they were. Yeah. They've been good for five years. Those are two big wins, and the team is gelling. They're going to get better together. It's going to happen. The bullpen, there was some panic, Sammy. I'm telling you right now. You said concern, but there was some panic. But I'll tell you right now, I think this team has potential for a 10- or 12-game win streak, which we have not had for a long time, and that's a key. You get a ten and twelve game win streak, or even ten and two, or twelve and four. That's a big deal, and this team's going to hit it pretty soon. Yeah, sure. yeah. Right now it's early. There's no need to panic. Yeah, look, uh, I hope so, certainly, and uh, appreciate the call. Like, I hope so. Um, you know, look, this is a pretty tough, uh, tough stretch schedule wise with having one more in Atlanta, three in New York, and then coming home, having to face the Brewers, and then and then face the Braves again. It's a tough schedule. But I will say this, and it's something that I thought a lot about in spring training, and I may have said it on air at some point during spring training. I would love, and this is obvious, I'm not like saying anything groundbreaking here, but I would love for this team to rattle off a long winning streak or, you know, eight of nine, nine of 10, however long you can keep it going in the early part of this season, because this team. While they aren't whole yet, they don't have Musgrove, they don't have Suarez, they don't have Fernando, they have the talent, as we all know, to have a really, really special year. And I've always thought this team has the ability to have one of those kind of wire-to-wire, high 90-to-100 win seasons where they really take control of a division. Now, they're a long way from that. They're five and four. They've won a couple of games in a row. I'm not getting crazy here, but I'm with you in the sense that that would be a big deal if you could really, in the first month of this season, start off on the right foot, go on some kind of winning streak, and establish what this team is, even if not totally whole. I think that would be great. They've won a couple of games. They've got a tough schedule coming up. We'll see. But do they have the talent to do something like that? Yeah, you're going to need what you need, what you got tonight. Great starting pitching, great bullpen work, timely hitting, manufacturing some runs, hitting for some power, good defense. But tonight's a pretty good recipe for winning a lot of games. So we'll see if they can do that. Let's go to Piper, who's calling in from Encinitas. Hi, Piper. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Hello, Piper. I'm doing well. I just want to say, the walk-up pitcher did great, and defense is really sharp. And I'm pretty sure my sister has something to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love it. I love it. That was great. Piper, you're going to take my job. That was outstanding analysis. 
Thank you. All right, Piper, thank you for calling in. I, I have a feeling that uh, that uh, Piper's grown-up is uh, is nearby. I think uh, Piper's grown-up may have called yesterday, but, hey, you can call back any time, Piper. That was great analysis. What what, what did Piper say? Uh, Waka was great. Maybe some uh, a point on the defense there. <laughs> that was great. I like that. Uh, good job, Piper. Maybe we'll get Piper in the studio one day and she can uh, – uh, be my co-host. That'd be uh, that'd be really nice. Uh, great great analysis there. That was uh, that was cool. Thank you for calling in. All right, let's go to uh, Katie, who's calling in from Oceanside. Hi, Katie. Hi, Sam. How's it going? I'm doing well, Katie. Doing well. Uh, getting back into the swing of baseball. How are you? Uh, I think I saw you last week during the homestand, right? Oh yeah, you saw us. We came up and saw you. Um, <laughs> one thing I, that stuck out to me tonight was uh, Stephen Wilson. Uh, mm. He got himself into a little bit of a jam there, but, man, when he needed to, I think it was a full count there with two outs, he reached back and made a pitch. And, I mean, I used to pitch myself a long, long, long time ago and nowhere near the same scenario, obviously. But, man, to watch that and just to know what you got to do to be able to reach back and do that, that was such a gritty performance and it was a lot of fun to watch yeah it was he was great tonight and you know what he was really good on Thursday as well and that game on Thursday bullpen as a whole didn't do a great job but Stephen Wilson had two scoreless innings and look his stuff is great I mean he was up here for a reason last year Katie and when he's going right his stuff is really Really good, and you're right. He found a little extra something for Ozuna to end that seventh inning with a strikeout. Stephen Wilson, he's a big part of this bullpen. You know, a, a guy that I don't know that we talk about a ton. You know, and obviously you got the guys like Garcia and Suarez when he comes back, and Hater that are those set up and closing guys. But you know, from a, from a stuff perspective, Wilson is really good, and a couple of really good outings in a row. So hopefully he keeps it going. A good guy too, I might add. We, he he uh, stuck around and talked to us a little bit from the bullpen. Yeah. We had seats over there, and he's, he's just the nicest guy you could have down there, seriously. Yeah, a good story, too. Katie, appreciate the call. Thanks. All right, that is uh, Katie in Oceanside calling in. Again, the phone number to call, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And uh, we do have some lines open. Let's go to Mario, who's calling in from National City. Hi, Mario. How are you? I'm doing great, Sam. Thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. First of all, Waka, Waka, Waka. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, parties win, Dodgers lose. Uh, scoreboard watching in April. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're going to have the uh, full out-of-town scoreboard coming up. But, hey, any and even this early on April 8th, that's something you like, no doubt. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, Mario, appreciate the call, and you're right. I mean, uh, Waka, Waka, Waka. He was great. He was awesome. Six scoreless innings. Couldn't ask for much more. You know, if it's later in the season, he's probably not out of the game at 95 pitches. He's going deeper into this game. But, you know, it was one of those where, you know, maybe Seth Lugo, his start, his first time, kind of matches how in command Waka was tonight. But you just look at what he did. First inning, one, two, three. Second inning, one, two, three. Strikes out the side in the third. Gets a strikeout to start the fourth inning. At that point, 
He's 10 up, 10 down, double to Olsen. He was the only guy Olsen was that had a hit against Waka tonight. Gets the next two batters. So Waka started this game retiring 12 of the first 13 batters he faced. The fifth inning strikes out two, issues a two-out walk. That's it. Sixth inning gives up a single, and that's it, and strikes out another to get his 10th. I mean, there there was there was nothing doing against Michael Waka in this game. Braves had one runner on second base against him, didn't have a runner on third. He was in total command, thought the off-speed stuff was good, the fastball was good, really, really impressive. And um, look, with Joe Musgrove out, with Hugh Darvish not built all the way back up, uh, at least in his first start, we'll see where he's at uh, on Monday in New York. It's really important that they get pitching performances like this. We said it during the pregame. It was one of my keys to the game. In fact, I had two keys that I kind of blended into one. The first one was a deep start, which the Padres pretty much got tonight in Waka's six innings. And the second was the bullpen needed an encore. And you got it. Wilson Garcia Hader, nine outs, didn't give up a run. Very, very good job. Very clean game, clean win, like we've been saying. All right, we'll step aside here on our post-game show. We do have some more phone calls coming in, so we will get to those. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. We'll uh, continue breaking this one down, give you the out-of-town scoreboard, get you ready for tomorrow and more. Again, the final, San Diego 4, Atlanta 1. I'm Sam Levitt on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Soto swings, hits it in the air, deep to right field. Acuna turns around. He will watch and it will go. A home run for Juan Soto. Deep, deep out to right center field. And for Soto, his second home run of the season and another one here in Atlanta. He continues to torture the Braves in his career. That is his 12th home run in this building. And the Padres lead it 1-0 in the third. Juan Soto's early home run set the tone as the Padres beat the Atlanta Braves 4-1 in Atlanta tonight. Padres have won two straight in the A. Atlanta, Georgia, 5-4. The Padres improved to their record this season. Braves are now 6-3. Padres win this game 4-1. Juan Soto's second home run of the season, one of two hits he had here tonight. That was a good sign for Juan Soto, hopefully a sign of things to come. It's no secret that aside from... A few hits. It's been a struggle for him in the early part of this season. Soto came into tonight's game batting just 138 and 29 at bats. But you know what? Here tonight, a couple of hits, home run. Maybe that'll get Juan Soto going. I said it earlier. The pitch he hit for a home run and the way he did it was really, really impressive. He took a fastball at 95 on the outer half and flipped it around, pulled it to right center, 428 feet. It was impressive. Um, you would love to see Juan Soto, you know, go to left field more. We And I say that because we know when Juan Soto is going right, 
from what we saw in Washington, what he's done in his career, he will use the entire field. So hopefully that's something we can see from Juan. But uh, look, tonight, two hits. He set the tone early, and the Padres really in this game never looked back. And a big part of that was certainly Michael Waka, six scoreless innings, 10 strikeouts, 95 pitches, picks up the win. All right, we will get some more of your phone calls here, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We will have the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in a second as well. A shout-out to Jordan, who tweets in, listening to Sammy Lev from Provo, Utah, at the Dairy Queen drive through well, That sounds good. Get Get me some ice cream, Jordan. Appreciate you tuning in on this Saturday. That's a good way to spend a Saturday night. Listen to the Padres Get some ice cream. I like it. All right, let's go to the phones. Doug in San Marcos calling in. Hi, Doug. How are you? Welcome to the Padres Radio Network postgame show. Hey, how you doing, Sammy? Doing well, Doug. How are you? I'm doing just wonderful, man. You know, I'll tell you what, buddy. It's really a pleasure to have you in San Diego. And, uh, you know, we got Tony. We got Jesse. We got Ben and Woods in the morning. Uh, you know, everything is good. And uh, I love listening to you. Great pregame, postgame. You're awesome, dude. I, you know what? I listen to this all the time. And, and I love it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Doug. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, all the shows here uh, do a great job. Ben and Woods, Coach and Braden, uh, Gwen and Chris, and uh, and Scraby. Everybody's doing a great job. And I think, luckily, Doug, we have a uh, a very good and, and interesting and fun team to talk about. So that certainly helps. A good call there from Doug. Not much on the Padres game, just uh, very nice. Hey, you ever want to call up and just say nice things to me? I'm all about it. Thank you very much, Doug. Appreciate the call. And to all uh, all the listeners out there, uh, everybody who tunes in all day long throughout the week, obviously my shows are a little bit different before and after the Padres games and uh, uh, what I do day to day. But, uh, you know, everybody's doing a great job here. And uh, we appreciate all the love. That's for sure. Let's go to Dominic in La Costa. La Costa, Dominic. Am I saying this right? La Costa or La Costa? How are you? It's Sam. It's La Costa. La Costa. And, uh, I, I want to echo what Doug just said. You do a fantastic job. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of people questioning the Potters pitching staff coming into the season, but Michael Waka showed some stones tonight on the mound, on the East Coast, pitching against the team that won 101 games last year. Let me tell you, Michael Waka, fanning 10, exactly what the Padres needed with that six-man rotation. Blake Snell not getting through five. Mm. Nick Martinez, same thing. They need starts like tonight for Michael Walker. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, Dominic. And it's something we talked about last night. With this six-man rotation, one of the things the Padres did so well last year, as you know, is with the six-man, they went deep. They got a lot of good starts. I mean, you remember Musgrove and Darvish and the other guys, you know, going deep into games like that was a big part of why the Padres were able to to win 89 games last year. And when you have the six man and you have a shorter bullpen, seven guys, look, you have, this, to. You you have, have to, to. That that's the way it works, because if guys don't go deep, then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So you're uh, right T- tonight. I'm glad you realized that, Sam, because everyone highlighted the six-man rotation. Everyone wanted the Potters to go back to it with this year and them having, you know, six guys who could really go out there yeah. 
start for the Padres, but if they're going to go out there and only throw five innings, the Padres' bullpen is just going to get run into the ground. So need more starts like what Michael Walker did tonight. Yeah, it's really important. Look, you're going to have starts, you know, like they had the last couple of nights where, where guys don't go five. Those are going to happen, okay? But for the most part, look, the six-man can be great and keep your starters fresher and allow them for the most part to go deeper into games later into the year, keep everybody fresh, it's really good, but obviously the starters have to do their part. That's the that's the whole point. So, um, look, Waka was great tonight. Dominic, you made a great point. Look, to do what he did on a cold night on the road against this lineup in particular, it's awfully impressive. I mean, Acuna and Olsen and Riley and Darno and then Murphy came in and Albies and Rosario and Ozuna and Arcia. I mean, we've seen what this lineup can do. Uh, this Braves lineup's been doing it for a while over the course of the last few years. So um, it was really impressive, you know, just really, really impressive to do what he did tonight against this lineup. And uh, hopefully uh, the starting staff can continue to do it. The other thing, Dominic, and uh, I'll let you chime in here one more time. The other thing is that the bullpen was really good tonight. Look, last night they were not perfect, but they gave you 13 outs after Martinez couldn't get out of the fifth. And then tonight, Three scoreless innings, not perfect. Hater gets in some trouble, works his way out of it, strikes out three in a row to get out of it. Hey, the bullpen, for as much concern as there was after Thursday's game, I think deserves some credit here because they bounced back pretty nicely both last night and here today. Yeah, and I mean, it's important for everyone to remember that baseball is a 162-game long season. You can't make assumptions or generalizations based on what happens the first nine games. It's just the same as any nine-game stretch. So, yeah, the bullpen wasn't great through the first nine games, but they came in tonight. Once again, they showed some big stones out there on the mound, and they they got it done for the Padres. And to go on the road, take two out of three in the first three from the Braves, now they get to go in front of America on Sunday Night Baseball tomorrow night and hopefully win the series. That's exactly what we love to see from the dads. Yeah, it would, uh, would be great to see from the dads. I like that. All right, Dominic, appreciate the call. Um, I have one friend. I, I have uh, one friend that grew up uh, here in uh, the San Diego area, and, and uh, she says that sometimes, too. She says the dads, uh, which, uh, which is pretty funny. Um, by the way, I'm sorry uh, to anybody out there that lives in La Costa. That was that was the first time in a while I've been stumped by a city name. It's been a while. You might remember early last year that sometimes some cities would pop up and I was learning the area. I'm still learning it in a way, but that was the first time in a while. La Costa. All right. Got it. Mental note. La Costa. All right. Let's continue on our postgame show. Tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. For our relief pitcher of the game, I mean, there are some options here. I know who I'm giving it to, but let's walk through it. Wilson, really nice inning. Walked to batter, but scoreless in the seventh. Luis Garcia gave up a one-out double. Gives up a run. Yeah, can't give it to Garcia. He gave up the run. Got to be Josh Hader. And I knew I was going with Hader, but it's got to be Josh Hader. Was he perfect? No. 
Walk the leadoff man, a single, two on, nobody out. But the power of Josh Hader is that he can strike you out whenever he wants. And he did it to Pilar. He did it to Ozuna. He did it to Arcia. Three in a row. All with the tying run at the plate. I mean, that's why he is Josh Hader, and that's why the Padres traded for him and all of it. I mean, when Josh is right, he has the ability to miss bats and get out of those situations, and that is, uh, that's exactly what he did. Bottom line, two for Hader, four scoreless appearances to begin his season, three for three in save opportunities. I mean, a really good start for him. He's our relief pitcher of the game. All right, now, as we've told you, our ace pitcher of the game and our relief pitcher of the game, how about the player of the game? Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? <laughs> Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Player of the game here tonight. Certainly a lot of guys made contributions to this win, but nobody more important and more dominant, quite frankly, than Michael Waka. Six scoreless innings, matched his career high, 10 strikeouts, 95 pitches, two hits, a walk. He was great. Simply great. Chilly night in Atlanta. Great lineup. He was great. He's our player of the game. Michael Waka. well, well done for Waka on this Saturday in Atlanta. Again, the final... San Diego 4, Atlanta 1. We wrap things up with a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Not everything is final. We do have a number of finals. So let's go through the finals first. Minnesota beating Houston today, 9-6. In Minnesota, Jordan Alvarez hit a grand slam in that game, but Byron Buxton had a three-run home run late as the Twins beat the Astros 9-6. Kansas City beat San Francisco 6-5. Salvador Perez hit a game-tying three-run home run in the eighth inning in that one as the Royals win it by one. Chicago beats Texas at Wrigley Field 10-3. Eric Hosmer a two-run single in that game. Ian Happ, a three-run base hit in that game as well. Phillies beat the Reds 3-2 in Philadelphia. Bryson Stott, a walk-off single in that game. All three Philly runs came in the bottom of the ninth inning as the Phillies come back to beat Cincinnati. Red Sox beat the Tigers 14-5 in Detroit. Rafael Devers, a grand slam in that game. Adam Duval, a two-run home run for the Red Sox. The Tampa Bay Rays are a perfect 8-0. An 11-0 win over Oakland earlier today. Brandon Lau, a three-run home run in the sixth inning in that game. Tampa Bay became the first team since the 1939 Yankees to win eight straight games at any point by four-plus runs. How about that? That's a, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty significant record there. Eight straight wins by four-plus runs at any point. Tampa Bay, first team to do it since the 39 Yankees. Stay in New York. Mets beat the Marlins 5-2 at City Field earlier today. Pete Alonso, two-run home run in that game. Eduardo Escobar, 
also a two-run home run. Seattle beat Cleveland 3-2 in Cleveland. A. Eugenio Suarez had a couple of RBI singles in that game. The White Sox beat the Pirates 11-5 in Pittsburgh. Yasmani Grandal, a two-run single. Luis Robert, a two-run single in that game as well. Yankees beat the Orioles 4-1 in Baltimore. DJ LeMahieu, RBI double in that game. Giancarlo Stanton, a solo home run in that game. Missed opportunity by us. We could have had the... uh, Stanton home run call from John Sterling. We're gonna we're gonna clean that up. We gotta get the. Uh, we have not done a lot of the calls in our out of town scoreboard yet this year. We will. We'll get to them. But uh, Stanton, the solo home run for the Yankees in their four one win against the Orioles. Cardinals blank the Brewers six nothing in Milwaukee. Nolan Arenado a two run home run. Jordan Walker, the twenty year old rookie, a two run home run in that game as well. The Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers 12-7 in Arizona earlier tonight. Or I should say they're beating the Dodgers 12-7. Should take a look at what inning that game is in. Give me a moment here. But 12-7, the score right now. Geraldo Perdomo, two-run home run in that game. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., an RBI triple in that game as well. I want to tell you what inning that game is in. So just bear with me for a moment. What inning? Oh, you know what? That's a final. That's why it doesn't say 12 to 8. Diamondbacks win it over the LA Dodgers. The other scores Washington beating Colorado 7 to 4. Stone Garrett a three run home run in that game for the Washington Nationals. And the only game still going on right now the Angels and the Blue Jays in Anaheim. Angels 9, Blue Jays 5. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning in Anaheim. Mike Trout, a go-ahead three-run home run in the bottom half of the fifth inning. That made it a 7-5 Angels lead. And again, the Angels now leading 9-5. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Saturday. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow's game, the series finale between the Padres and the Braves in Atlanta. Padres will go for a series win, trying to take three out of four. Braves going for a series split. Pitching matchup tomorrow on the mound for the Padres, right-hander Seth Lugo. And on the mound for the Braves, left-hander Dylan Dodd. First pitch tomorrow, it is Sunday night baseball, more like Sunday afternoon baseball here in San Diego. But first pitch tomorrow at 4.10 p.m. Our pregame coverage will begin at 3.10 here on the Padres Radio Network. So again, the pitching matchup tomorrow, Seth Lugo on the mound for the Padres and Dylan Dodd on the mound for the Atlanta Braves. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here tonight as the Padres win their second straight for San Diego. Four runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on 10. For Atlanta, one run, five hits, two errors. They left on seven. Winning pitcher was Michael Waka, who improves to 2-0. Losing pitcher was Charlie Morton, who drops the 1-1. The save goes to Josh Hader, his third of 2023. Time of game, two hours and 55 minutes. And the crowd in Atlanta at Truist Park, 40,154. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Thank you to everybody calling in, listening in. Great stuff as always. Again, first pitch tomorrow in the series finale in Atlanta at 4.10 p.m. Pre-game coverage begins at 3.10. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Nick Tanucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Padres 4 and the Braves 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.